0: You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual. The podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact, and transact.
1: Patrick. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to see you from a distance. Yeah, you look better pixelated, I think. Yeah, thanks. I, I feel better pixelated. <laughs> it's uh, oh, So, this is what, our we're over 200 days now um, in our beautiful, uh, yeah, I was reading this thing about um, W.A. being the uh, the hermit kingdom and they were talking about kind of, you know, um, I think our prime minister, Scott Morrison, had had a bit of a crack at their premiere about being a hermit kingdom. And it's this cartoon and it's all these people in W.A. frolicking, you know, um, cartoon people in the surf playing in the sand. And then there's us on the east coast of Australia in this little cage, <laughs> looking out.
2: So, welcome everyone. Welcome to our cage. Yeah, here we are. The Australian story, the lockdown story. Yeah, yeah
1: at least yeah. half of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess we're we're banking what end of end of October. Yeah, yeah. We're talking a little bit off off air. That that's probably the timeline. Yeah,
2: it feels more like that that's how i think that's yeah anyway anyway we're there we're there we're here there. counting yeah. blessings i can still go for a walk i've got this is misinformation 101 down at the supermarket last weekend mm-hmm. just getting some groceries making pizza at home trying to bring the weekend vibes in lockdown and gone through checkout and this fella fellow i see there a bit and i was just having to yarn to him like, how are you doing he's like oh not too bad but oh i'm like oh what's up he's like oh they're telling me lockdown tomorrow one kilometer not allowed to even walk. you can only walk your dog and we were just i was just like oh, mate, oh no should we should we open that business of uber dogs <laughs> <laughs> he uh, managed to have a laugh and a little bit of a brainstorm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice, <laughs> but he definitely sent the terrors to me. I was oh. just like, I don't want one kilometer. Live quite far away from anything. <laughs> Can I no, get one it's, kilometer? it's
1: true. It's true. And I guess it, yeah, you'd be yeah, you'd be but foraging from the land,
2: hundred percent. Yeah. Oh. So those cockatoos I was talking about last <laughs> week, <laughs> that could be dinner. Yeah, but yeah. it's hilarious how those little community moments just can create fear in these times or like you know that angst and i definitely felt it coming home and all those things so i hope people are screening screening their chats a little bit out there if you're listening in lockdown and trying to look after each other and yeah for sure for sure
1: and i guess that kind of you know
2: that's partly what we're going to chat
1: about today isn't it is like a kind of that you know I guess that's that's a great example of kind of misinformation in, in media, but the kind of the wider the wider kind of context of kind of, you know, where do we actually find ourselves in the in the media landscape? I guess it's, you know, and COVID is an interesting example of that in terms of that we've got, you know, from kind of big scale kind of um, news in terms of kind of everyone waiting for like the, the 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. update, depending on um, your flavor, whether you're in New South Wales or whether you're in Victoria, but... <clears throat> Then there's, we've kind of got more small scale kind of, um, I guess, news spreading um, like your example there down at the, the, the local grocery
2: shop, but also kind of through social media itself. It is and it's changed. But then we talked about this a lot last year about that accelerator, I suppose, digitally in businesses, in life, how the way we change, the way we think and tra- transact, the classic tagline of what we're doing here. But media is very much doing that. At a rapid pace, and then I think people in I don't know are experience or getting pushed down different certain rabbit holes. I don't know. I'm sort of talking about feels like mud whenever I'm talking to someone about how people are getting their information or how it feels mm-hmm. about sifting through um, not only your social your community, like because you're dealing with so many people's feelings emotions right now that are so. <laughs> all over the shop because of what is happening um, to yeah. us when we're in lockdown, everyone's pretty tense and then where people get the info and, and what's going on is quite tricky and that is just speaking so much to where information is coming from and the distrust amongst so many people about organisations. Um, but then you've got bigger players with the big, the big I don't know, what you refer to it as whales, I suppose. The big, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. people who really take the cream at the very top. Um, yeah, for sure. There's a big power play going I was looking at that uh, yesterday, just the Rupert war between BBCs and ABCs. Like, it seems, I was thinking yesterday, it looks like UK and Australia and a few different, like, more government run organisations are trying to come together and fight off Rupert. But it's Rupert's mm-hmm. trying to fight there. It's a weird one. But then underneath that, where we're getting to is that individual producing people are having a say now as well
1: yeah like it's it, it is a really really interesting time time in media so i think there's maybe a few things to work through i think first off is that there was there was the news so when i when i was young um i was listening to um this podcast the other day and Peter Mansbridge so back in Canada those of you listening there will know it was the national right so it wasn't the national news it was the national and you tuned in at 10 o'clock that's where you got your news right that was just it was statement of fact and we now kind of find ourselves in where it's news with an s in terms of kind of everyone actually kind of gets different sources of of truth so I think that's that's one kind of thing that's actually happened and and then it's also it's um what you're just talking about before is the fragmentation. So that we've gone from this world where kind of, you know, the ABC would be the ABC and you kind of have Channel Seven, et cetera, to now everyone's trying to stream and kind of go over the what they used to call over the top in terms of kind of getting out of out of the cable or kind of off air and straight through kind of digital streaming. Well, I mean we're in a world now where <clears throat> to get the same content like um, we have this conversation in our house all the time is that well to get the same content you used to get just through having Foxtel you now have eight streaming services that are all charging you anywhere between kind of 7 to kind of 12 dollars a month however that works to access that so the kind of the cost of content in terms of actually increasing is it's increasing in terms of your ability to consume content is even more multi-universe and that's then the last frame I think to kind of chat about is that it's putting power to the actual creator right because these streaming services or whether you're doing it yourself through another channel but if you can create something that is new and novel and actually can generate a following the power that therefore all goes to you
2: Mm. which is unique it brings me back classic history brain but to the printing press when it was first invented and that's when people you you read the documents when the printing press in countries was released there was independent people standing on the streets handing out like these pamphlets that they were doing and it was very similar to they're like like vloggers exactly (laughs) it's genuinely that's what was happening and that was when there was fragmentation when the printing press got thrown out and Mm. when people were just experimenting with spreading information because you think about that was a huge moment in the way we disseminate information and connect with it Mm. it wasn't just pigeons going to castle to castle no no the information became something that could be
1: past yeah right but this but it still comes back doesn't it to that kind of first point about this source of truth yeah right so kind of you know we live in this universe even now which is a great parallel to kind of that that time it's it's no different you can listen to which is a really great object test to do to kind of get a sense of the media landscape is just in any kind of podcast service you actually get just type a word right so just type a word so if you type kind of business right you type business or if you type community or if you type transaction into there and just see what you get, right? Because there's a whole algorithm at play that's kind of teasing up um obviously there's different factors in that one is popularity Mm -hmm. the other is kind of the the commercial terms in terms of where they're actually landing on kind of their their um delivery to advertising if they have an ad-based model etc so you see all these things already kind of starting to kind of pop up but it's not like there's one source in all of that about business that you kind of listen to the business podcast there is at least well in my reckoning there's 400 plus um and i got bored (laughs) (laughs) kind of strolling through them i was like joe can can, can."
2: get through lists yeah yeah
1: i can't but i got bored kind of actually working through it all and just being like wow and it's it's interesting because it does come back to that that whales and fish thing there's kind of there's a top three Mm. and then it just drops so in terms of kind of the actual kind of i guess the um the listenership kind of goes from there's like a big three maybe a big four like the premier league like any other kind of thing and then there's everyone else everyone
2: else yeah so it follows that similar trend but even on top of that it is so diverse compared to where it was Mm. and that's what we're sort of looking at and then where people get the information is is so diverse and then distrust like it seems like it's a perfect pot for for good things to happen but also negative things to happen it really depends what's going on but for sure. We're for definitely sure. not the ones to talk on. I don't think the algorithm underplay, and we were talking about this yesterday in, in preparation for this, and it feels very much like the current. So, there's definitely whales, minnows, little fish swimming around, and then there's this current that works. Yeah. Whales are very clever at working the current, because they have to. They've got a bigger body, yeah. and they have to work the current. Um, fish can get caught in the current. Yeah, and get carried and, along. Yeah, yeah. and get carried along and grow if they can. Um, others just get spun around and tumbled.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think it's fair to say, like, we don't understand the current. No, we don't.
2: I think no. get tumbled. Um, yeah. And you can spend a lot of time there. But, yeah, that plays a big part on the way we see information getting disseminated. When I'm hearing a lot of disinformation, I will go on a spiel. And it is just, I think a lot of people are making money. That's when I say, Mark, right now, mud. Hmm. Is that it is literally are feeding fest for news organizations whether you're big small or little if you're talking about the virus if you're talking about corona because it's just so of the now yeah it disaster is. porn yep. Yep. for lack of a better word like you're making cash and i think that's what people don't realize often when you're consuming when you're consuming news and information that someone's making money off your eyeballs.
1: Yeah, and that's the, you know, that's the Murdoch strategy, right? So if you really, if you unpick what they've actually done is that really their strategy is very simple. They just go after basically things that can't be time shifted. So if you look at their kind of whole strategy, it's always been about sport and it's always been about news, right? And if you control those two things, neither one of those things is, is going to move. So you're not going to time shift the the grand final. You're going to watch it live. and equally getting news is news is currency the moment it's actually spoken about it's old news 10 minutes later and that's kind of you know been approach that they've they've taken to the world but what we now see is i think is that individuals then therefore the response to that isn't that i've just heard the news and i support that is there's this thing around where we now we then take that and if we do have content and kind of we do it here mm. you know and then you play that back out in terms of in a different way but you have an opinion on the f- supposed fact you've actually just just received and that's that's interesting you know because we were talking yesterday about that one of the anecdotes to that is actually around community Mm -hmm. and community becoming more the source of truth right and your example off the top of the grocery store guy that resonates with you because he's in your community if that was just some guy on the street you'd be like yeah no no not having it or a guy on
2: youtube yeah you wouldn't believe it no it's so well said that Mm -hmm. that community element i think that's where things can go so well and also can go so pear-shaped that Mm -hmm. that ability because then it also talks to a creator that that's more smaller um entity being able to communicate something and get that build that trust because that trust is disintegrated i think at the top level yeah um no one's really connected to those bigger whales anymore there's it's not really much trust in there um for good or for bad yeah um, but at the moment there's small creators where people do really put a lot of trust in and building that trust is is so key but it when you listen or engage with those outlets, you really do hear that genuine sort of work to try and produce something where the community is involved and people are starting to help shape the direction of it a little bit um, and really turn to those people for this unique vision on the world or unique look or unique observation.
1: Yeah, and something you can, I think, hold on, hold on to. So I think that's, that's the thing that... Um, I think a lot about in media that it's kind of it's missing in the media landscape at the moment, but it is coming back because it's it's innately it's innately us in terms of that there's only theres you know kind of who do you believe over over time is that I think we used to feel but we've always sought connection to validate that mm. so that sense of kind of <clears throat> Like if a trusted person, like, if you know, it's I always think about this and like from education, right? If a trusted teacher tells you that you're stuffing up in some way or a coach or kind of someone that you actually trust or kind of, you know, a mate actually pulls you aside, you listen, right? And the, the fact that they're actually kind of um, pointing out several facts to you has emotional resonance. But that's all gone in terms of kind of from a large scale kind of institutional sense. And at an individual level, it's this weird kind of if it's like a vlogger kind of telling you about something there's this weird kind of judgment thing going on almost between the two of you in terms of that you're going i'm not sure in terms of kind of where that actually sits but if it's community then it almost feels at the right scale and you kind of you trust the source that it's actually actually coming from and not in a community newspaper sense but in an actual kind of people who are speaking from a community however you define that you tend to believe it
0: You're listening to BAU, Business As Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Your hosts, Patrick Beggs of Per Production, a production house that works with organisations to create media that strengthens culture and communicates that culture to the world. And Joe Rogers, CEO of The Contenders, a brand agency famous for crafting brands which deliver results for those who work for them, shop for them, and support them. For more information, head to baupod.co. And if you find this podcast insightful, please help us by telling a friend and rating us on iTunes. Thank you. Now back to our conversations.
2: For sure, there's this guy that, I don't know if any of our listeners are catching this, but there's this fella from the States, Hmm. very unique unit channel 5 news and he's got a ridiculously big following for what he does but everything's behind the edit but he just literally sticks a microphone in people's and in unique little holes in america and shines a light on sort of the absurdity and the strange it's sort of a story that i love but he really lets the community talk and gives the mic to those people and tries to not do a big judgmental edit like mm. showing the the strangeness the weirdness but also s- shares a bit of the societal um uh, influence on that community but yeah i suppose jumping back into that if anyone wants to check channel 5 news out yeah, they should it's unique yeah, we'll it yeah. Yeah. yeah um he did a really great piece um that sort of speaks to the big and the small when black lives matter was heating up huge in in the states and there was a lot of riots and there was a lot of like heavy well let's not say riots there's just a lot of demonstrations over there one news source was saying big riots everyone's just looting this um fellow went in there and he went in the middle of the riots he went into the stores where people were grabbing stuff and just chatting to people why are you doing it like yep and then he went up to He went up to the other news broadcasters who were stationed on a bridge like miles away with huge zoom lenses trying to capture that fear moment and asking what are they doing and just caught this great moment of juxtaposition of where lenses are pointed in a crisis and where they're situated and what they're trying to achieve. It was a great sort of poignant moment of where that was sitting. But um, pulling back and Mm -hmm. thinking about how our conversation Last week about how community sort of, if you're an educator in this space and trying to innovate, community leading their education or peer-to-peer learning on top of what you're offering is really the strength. Yeah, and for sure. That's why you see platforms like Reddit for like for good or for bad. <laughs> for, for good
1: or for bad, but it's but it's that point you just made, I think, which is really important. It's it, there's actually there's still a sense of perspective that you can actually hold on to and actually kind of. Um, <clears throat> see yourself through right however however that is because the I think that's the thing that's really changed is that we're aware um, that there is a perspective in it so because everyone does now you know I mean you can go out and everyone does this whether you film whether you kind of take snaps you're doing that all in a moment that you know you don't have to know how to use a camera you don't have to know how to point a microphone in someone's face you don't have to know how to use a, a video camera so you're but you're now aware and kids are aware from the age of three that there's a perspective right so kind of how you frame something which I think is really important in media and kind of you know in the media studies I, I, I did was that it was always about the framing of something right so you try to frame without bias whereas I think now people are aware that there is always was <laughs> an inherent bias you can't yeah. not do that so we live in this world where kind of those trusted sources i think are now the ones that kind of actually show the perspective right and that's where community to me is so strong because there's quite a clear perspective so For example, down here, when we went through the whole kind of, say, Western port up against AGL, the, the perspective was really, really clear from from the community is that, yes, we understand that we may have a gas crisis, but it's not happening here because we actually kind of want this environment that is unique in the world to flourish. and. It wasn't just that it was kind of an environmental view or that it was kind of, you know, an ill-informed view. It was from every single kind of um, perspective in that. But the perspective was about the bay. It wasn't about an individual agenda. And that's what I think is kind of, you know, um, more powerful than ever now is that sense of kind of if you can actually show the perspective Mm -hmm. and get to the highest order
2: you can, then people kind of innately believe in it. Well, that's it if you can capture that like multi perspective into one and share that voice from many different perspectives i think that's when mm. true strength <clears throat> comes through now because we're so used to it coming
1: from one yeah. one tone one voice mm. but it's different now right it's not it's not um you know like the abc can cover a story like that or they can cover kind of something but they can't they can't cover it like that mm. right they can't just kind of just make it just about the bay like just forget everything else and just kind of just go look just look at that thing It's it's completely unique in the world therefore it shouldn't be touched mm. right and that's there's a sense of truth in that and i think you know you see that in in lots of things in terms of kind of where is actually going even with the black lives matter perspective the the best stuff in all of that was actually just talking about the simple fact that it's an inalienable right that people actually have to be treated universally well right to be able to actually under the constitution to be able to actually pursue a life kind of you know of happiness and liberty mm. and that is um again kind of of a you know a a frame that i think then the community you know where however you sit on the action you can
2: understand that perspective and actually want to support that for sure and it's so valuable i think a lot of the funny thing that media has done is allow people to be heard a lot better Mm. i think that was always a hard thing for people to be heard and to have a chance to have a voice and then coupled with what you're saying which is so true and that is where real strength comes from now we're getting businesses and organizations becoming their own source of news yep and producing their own newspaper producing their own blog producing their own like literal websites that form a new source Mm -hmm. and it's a unique position where we are like that's a lot of resource going into doing that and why are they doing that what is the benefit from doing that they had like some of the banks have literally world organizations around reporting news in different areas. Yep. Um, and they have the same sort of editorial and the same spin. And it's a it's a place that we exist now where there's so much news coming at us from so many different angles and everyone feels like they're part of it. But yeah, if you can capture that from that multi-perspective and be able to try and tell it um, from so many voices, I think that's where real strength lies. Yeah, totally, totally. And that's maybe the last, the
1: last point to kind of make is that it's, there's so if you can if you understand the framing of it it's then it's, it's about the filter as as well so i think that's that's the other thing in in life that we've we've all done in and this is where it gets a bit kind of dangerous mm-hmm. if you've perhaps filtered yourself the the wrong the wrong way but i do think that's part of kind of you know an individual's kind of understanding of a media landscape it's become a skill that we've actually had to kind of you know look at it's not just the news anymore and you kind of leave it like that you actually have to ask yourself the question about where is this actually coming from. Right. And then the filter that you actually apply to that in in life, I think is is really, really interesting. But it's ultimately it's an individual who has to has to do that. And you know, I think I always make the parallel to you know, like you can have state-run media. We've always had it. We have it here. Um, every single country has it. But you can have state-run media in the context of like a China, where unless you run a VPN, you don't see news that they don't want you to see. But that that is a filter. That is a filter that's been set up. Or you can actually go out yourself and start to pursue that filter. But mm-hmm. we all do it. So this idea that kind of if you're looking at a frame of the world, but then you've also got to be aware that you have a filter
2: yourself. Yeah, and that way. Like you're not trained to understand that you have no. that awareness. It's sort of a bias filter that you have and develops mm. with what you look. You sort of comes back to that, you are what you watch. It's a yep. it's a weird thing until you engage with the fact that yeah, what you are looking at is mm. sort of either perpetuating your bias, yeah. um, or opening your eyes up more. But you've got to consciously change your habits of what you come around if you wanna swing that and if oh, you wanna sure. learn something new. Otherwise you end up in these and we haven't even gone there. Those echo chambers, nope. and that is the danger zone of where we are. I think we've spoken a lot more of the positivity that can come from yep. this new age of digital media and small to large. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of. There's a lot of cave dwellers, and Plato would be, I don't know, giggling. Yeah, for
1: sure. Like it's kind of, you know, the, the, I guess the, the young critiqued kind of um, mind, if you kind of go all the way back through your kind of philosophy is always a challenge. But, you know, I think like Malcolm McEwen, kind of the great kind of Canadian thinker on, on media, the kind of the medium is the message, right? I mean, if he was kind of alive today, I often think about this. Like, I wonder what he would actually think.
2: What do you reckon he
1: well, I think he would think like his theory, at least would would say. I mean, I can't speak can't speak for the man, but I I certainly think he would um, be thinking about that. We've become the message, right? So it's kind of it's interesting about you know that. <clears throat> in his kind of model what it talks about is kind of the, the basically television because it's so ubiquitous in terms of when he actually looked at this it becomes it so it's if it's on tv therefore it carries weight right so that's that's the kind of the the essence of the idea that the kind of the medium becomes the message whereas today we kind of have all these different fragments but really the the medium is actually kind of digital in terms of that i can tran even through zoom for example if you think about it that way i can take myself and transport myself across this country across Across the world so it's almost that the individual has actually become the medium which is you know so this kind of this this thing that we used to have that was in between us right so if I was on TV therefore I carried status now is kind of like well if I'm kind of have something to say that is you know creative distinctive etc then there's really no block to kind of actually getting that out to the world good or bad right and I think that's, that's the thing is I mean if you look at human human life, it, I always think about it as 60-40, right? So 60% of us are good, 40% of us are pieces of shit. And, <laughs> like, if you think about it uh, that way, it's kind of then, there's this small kind of swing of, like, the 9% of the good are actually holding back the 40% of the bad. So this kind of this, you know, and you see this in democracy, right? There's always been, you know, in terms of, the, there's very few landslides that are over 60% of the populace, right? In terms of actually, actually vote. So there's always been this fragment that's kind of existing in in society. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that's a hard and fast rule in terms of that 40% are awful, but it's close in terms of in in that space, in terms of, and I don't mean that in terms of, but they're going against the majority view. So any way of looking at that, if you argue it through, is that there's a positive and a negative in, in our lives. So there's this quite small piece that actually holds things like democracy, together yeah. right and but those people are now having a voice right and i think that's what's what's interesting is kind of that how does that start to kind of then manifest when um the kind of the i guess it's the individual who can actually reach across mm.
2: everyone and then we did say we we'll wrap it up but yeah. it just made me think back to that conversation we had with um who uh, at the start of Fair, you fellow who worked in Washington. Can you remember his name? No, no, but we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll notes, put it yeah. in the show notes. And what nope. he really touched on is the business model that exists behind Facebook yeah. and sort of swung elections and really talking about For sure. what's going on um, with those title changes. And that's where I think you're touching on is that 9% or that <laughs> percentage being able to talk loud because it's a shock factor. And if you want to play with the algorithm, you really got to be shocking to get eyeballs there and it's encouraged it's yeah. it's, it,
1: the, it's it, it's like it, it
2: is it's fascinating because it's you know and it's so not, not much has changed like it's still no. that same model that was used by say big press to yeah. really get eyeballs there but now it's used and whoever does that best yeah. wins yeah so it's a, it, not much has changed but people who can get the slice of the pie can get it but it's who can be more shocking now yeah, but it's for it's been forever thus. So yeah. like
1: I'm never I'm not shocked. You're not surprised it, I'm not that. shocked that it's shocking. I'm I'm just saying that I think the way that we think about it is that life isn't 50/50 I yeah. think and media um, understands that right so I think that's that's the part that people often don't think about with with media throughout history is why does it even exist it exists because humans have always told story stories to advantage right so then the question becomes is about advantage is a very very small thing right and so it's you know even I mean you can take that anywhere you can look at it in a surf lineup advantage is very very small it's the person who understands that wave onto that thing to get that wave, it's minute, yeah. right? It could be the way they paddle. It could be local knowledge. It could be all of these things, but it's a very, very small window that separates most things in life between success and failure and in, in politic in kind of in terms of kind of broadly in society ideas are currency but then how those ideas get pushed in in human life through media is kind of there's always been this battle right between kind of you know this kind of this slim bit in the middle that kind of pushes it to good you know and i'm you know why we haven't delved into the kind of the depths of despair is that you know i think it's true 60 plus of us are good it's yeah. not great but there is another part that are kind of laggards to that and then it's that influence to kind of be able to actually keep that going that when as you're saying the other side starts to shout louder and it becomes more problematic and that kind of that nine percent who hold it become less feel engaged like six, yeah yeah feel less engaged that's when it becomes an issue mm. well, that's maybe where we are now Maybe. (laughs) But I I think it's a fascinating landscape. I mean, I think media is one of those things that, you know, we'll certainly kind of delve into into more in terms of this kind of state. But it's, you know, that media is a thing of us. And it's...
2: It is, and it's got so many different reasons. Like I think we haven't even touched on it, but why are you disseminating that information? Like So many people have a different reasons of why they're doing it. An individual to an organization, there's education to shock factor to get monetization for your content. Then there's also people propping up a story for an organization so people can feel part of something as a whole. So yep. that's story architecture about why you're telling that story to who for Mm. what reason versus just telling a story to make money is a complete different kettle of fish yeah
1: but i think that's important to delve into and maybe that's kind of where we'll go with like next pod is kind of into those actual drivers Mm. for that so it kind of it's certainly like the monetization piece that you point out is to an individual is new right so from an entity it's not but mm. to an individual is a brand new thing so kind of that's that's something we definitely should unpack all right till next time till next time patty oh, all right bye. stay well mate you too all right cheers
0: thank you for listening to bau business as unusual subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. that's baupod.co.